listening to a Shared in Life Radio podcast. Super. Howdy. Hello, hello, hello. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, Shared in Life Radio. John, I don't think it's ever been just us on the podcast. It's never been. It's going to go fully <laughs> off the rails. It really now. will. Oh, two ex-leader kids join forces. Yeah, no improv, though. I should have written that on the list. I It's noted. I would also like, for the record, for it to be known that that was not my doing. <laughs> I promise. I know in the, it seems very much like it is on the actual episode. Our beautiful, wonderful boss, Amelia, came into the office mm-hmm. with the goal of playing some improv games, and that's what we did. Yeah, she... Uh, she wanted to do improv, which uh, everyone wants to do it. And then after that, it's like, that was oh, yeah. fun. for That was good for a visit. Yeah, the first five minutes was great. The rest of it, I uh, I felt uncomfortable. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> just horrible discomfort after that. Where now it's like, I'm now, am I... Am I performing for me, or is this for my friends, or is this for the show? I I don't really know. I've become a monkey with symbols, and I can't stop. I can't stop clapping. I can't stop <laughs> clapping. Our beautiful, wonderful boss Amelia does lots of other stuff, though. Yes. Yes, she does. Like um, coordinate what it is that we do, mm-hmm. and find more of us. Yes, that yeah. is that is true. Yeah. And in fact, in SLR news, uh, we currently have an in- an internship that has been posted. Uh, to our website and also to our Instagram. Sorry, not our website, but the SSU site. Yes. You can find it under the jobs tab. It is for uh, a Shared in Life Radio Audible content creator. Uh, you can see the requirements there. Uh, yeah. But for the most part, you need to be in a media-oriented program here at Sheridan. Uh, you need to be a very media-focused person uh, with uh, writing skills and other things like that. Yeah. You also have to be able to tolerate us for long periods of time. <laughs> That's more of a personal thing. <laughs> more of a um, personal thing. Realistically, you can, uh, you can, you know, you can choose to like us during work hours. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You can choose how you, how you choose to feel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're entitled to it all. But uh, we're looking forward to seeing everybody who applies mm-hmm. and uh, getting to, to hang out with some new people at the station. 100%. Yeah. Uh, in broader Sheridan news, uh, there are many events that are going to be happening in June. It is Pride Month. Woohoo! Uh, and furthermore, on uh, this isn't related to Pride, actually, but on June 8th, uh, there's a Canada's Wonderland trip, 40 yeah. buckaroos. Bus leaves from HMC, returns to HMC. Uh, so if you're down to uh, ride some roller coasters, uh, what, what are they? What are they? What else is there? There's like, oh, they got beaver tails there. They got beaver tails. They got beaver there. tails. They got pizza pizza for sure. They only sell Dasani water though at Canada's Wonderland. So. And I never see it anywhere else. Never. <laughs> <I> never. <laughs> it's only ever at Wonderland is where I, I see Dasani. So if you're going and you don't like Dasani water. Yeah. Uh, try and I don't know if they let you bring your own, but figure Probably. it out. I wouldn't let you. Maybe not. Uh, yeah. There's also a lovely coffee talk happening at Trafalgar Campus at the Coffee Loft. That's on June 14th mm-hmm. between 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. There'll be coffee. There'll be tea. If neither of those are your speed, there's some rainbow cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good time. They said the coffee and tea was free. Um, rainbow cupcakes. I don't know. Mm. So might the, be like a first come first serve. I feel like deal. My, maybe it'll be like five bucks a cupcake. Who knows? Five bucks a cupcake. Yeah. All right. Know. Maybe bring you know bring some change with you and 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 see what's up. 
Yeah, but the the, the drinks coffee, are free. Yeah, coffee and tea is free, and you get rainbow to, cupcakes. They did not specify to get in touch with Sheridan's Pride community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also the Toronto Pride Parade that is going to be happening on June 25th, 2023. It's going to be 18 buckarinos, but. Uh, <laughs> Just finding new names for money. Um, but the uh, the 18 bucks goes towards a bus ride and also a swag bag uh, that you can collect at HMC campus. I'm very curious to know what's in that swag bag. I'm not going to lie. I feel like it says on the website. Does it say what's in there? Maybe. I just thought it said swag bag when I read it. They could have updated it for sure. Maybe. That's something we've also been noticing is the updating of the events. Yes. Site. Some of the events that Bill Han I mentioned last week have mysteriously disappeared from the website. Um, I had to like dig through the archives of what is my SSU emailing, like their mail list. And I yeah. think I found them, but but unclear on, on what what's happening with... It's very unclear. Uh, there was a, there was an event we mentioned we mentioned with uh, Mandy, Mandy Good, Good Handy, Handy. Uh, that has uh, disappeared. It's an elusive event. I like that we said that in sync. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just such a fun name. It is. Um, it's a great name. Great name. Um, but uh, so it's something that's included on the newsletter. I believe so. Not the most recent newsletter that came out in June. Yeah, because um, that has all the pride events listed. Yes. Um, and some other fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's on, it's on one of the newsletters. It's on the newsletter, but it's absent from the site. Dear listener, if you can find it, please, please let me know. So this isn't a radio tip, but this is just a general tip for SSU events. Uh, I'm guessing that, so the newsletters will always be how they are. It'll just be the email they sent. Yep. Um, but I, the website is going to be ever changing. So, uh, I feel like. The website is going to be whatever is very current, whatever is very new, whereas uh, the newsletter is going to be just permanent yeah. emails of different events. So I, I uh, my personal recommendation, if you're sign trying to sign up for that newsletter, sign up for that newsletter. If only uh, so you don't yell at us for telling you there's an event when there isn't. Yeah. But if, there is. It's just maybe not where you're thinking it's going to be on the website. We don't want people breaking down the glass asking for where's Mandy yeah. Good Handy. You promised. <laughs> you promised. You promised us. In the gardens. Oh, no, that was a virtual event, wasn't it? There was a different event in the gardens. Uh, yes, uh, that was a, um, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a talk, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice, lovely discussion. Mm-hmm. Speaking of discussions. Yeah, uh, we actually need to dive into a bit of a radio tip. Yeah. Um, this might get meta. Probably. <laughs> Probably going to be a little meta. Uh, but our, our radio tip is just regarding uh, generating ideas. So trying to think of uh, whatever, uh, so content to speak of mm-hmm. when you're on the air, or maybe uh, you're trying to think of how to add a fun, neat twist, or maybe your show is uh, involves a lot of research and writing beforehand, and you are struggling to find new sources or yeah. to find topics for for episodes or or, yeah. or anything of that like maybe it's a fictional show and you need like a plot idea a big twist something yeah. fun going on yes i well yeah especially uh when i when i used to produce the daring adventures of crash murphy mm-hmm. that was something i had difficulties with all the time because yeah. i wanted the ideas to be as big and bombastic as possible that's a great word bombastic but, <laughs> but the problem being is that like i am I'm sitting in a room yeah. in front of a computer. Like, w- w- what stimulation do I have exactly that is going to to lead me to these ideas? Totally. And I think this will be helpful for me as I'm I'm working on a, a little bit of a show myself to bring over here, hopefully in the fall. 
And it's, it's that sort of a thing. If I have, you know, I, I want it to be a certain length of time. And you sit down and you write almost, you know, a full page of scripting. And then you're like, oh my gosh, that's, this is two minutes long. And yes. I need 38 more minutes yep. before this is anything. Uh, so coming up with those ideas and, and what to put in there and how to structure it is it's tricky. Uh, yeah, it can be super, super daunting. So yeah. uh, a, a piece of advice that I have is, uh, you know, collaboration. So yeah. Just find somebody to, to brainstorm with or even brainstorm with yourself. Just knock around crazy ideas. There are no mistakes. N- nothing is wrong. This is just totally the experiment the experimentation phase. Yeah. It's an opportunity for you to taste ideas yeah. uh, and choosing which ones to, to swallow and eventually proceed with, with whatever show you have in mind. Totally. It's always great to like, to bounce ideas off of other people and, and have things come back to you. And in a weird way, um, actually this reminds me of uh, another episode where Amelia was talking about over the pandemic with Tyler her uh, her <laughs> wonderful idea for a show with six different characters all voiced by her is sometimes it's nice to to have peers that can yes either help you um, create the thing that you're wanting to do or also say hey maybe we we pivot this <laughs> a little bit and we take a look at it this way because um, I think. Yeah, I mean, for me, the thing that I tend to do is I go for walks. I find that I get really inspired, or I like people watch, okay. especially on walks. I find I get really inspired, and like a lot of questions come from walks for me. Like, yes, uh, I walked to the studio today, and there were some characters that I saw, like a gentleman who would, like, it was in basically a suit and would walk, you know, for five minutes and then sprint for the next three, kind of with no explanation. Okay. Uh, so then you get to ask yourself so many questions and that can cool. turn into, you know, something somehow. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Like what, yeah. where is he going? And then you get to imagine, okay, like maybe he's ridiculously late for his wedding, but doesn't want to be sweaty when he shows up. So he's That's sprinting, true. stopping, cooling down, sprinting again, stopping, Keep cooling staying down. Staying in touch with his yeah. own temperature. Getting yeah. Zen. There was uh, an older gentleman who I'm fairly sure like thought I was following him. Okay. Like, but it, I find that, that those things generate ideas. And then even if I sometimes I bring those things to friends and I'm like, where would you think this man is going? Or what like what interests you about that? Yeah, that site. Um, and just sometimes just getting as cheesy as it sounds, being connected to nature when you're on yeah. a walk is, is nice. For sure. Yeah. No. So. What we're recommending is a bit of a balance. Beautiful yeah. things can happen in, in isolation yep. if, if, you, if you enter a vacuum. Uh, beautiful things can also come from, uh, you know, just brushing up against strangers and, and just, just, yeah, going for that walk, reconnecting with, yep. with something simple, whether it's just nature or if it's just, uh, yeah, people watching, which oh, yeah. can be helpful as well. Or once again, speaking directly to somebody to bounce ideas. But uh, it's important. Uh, I would say the most important part is bouncing your idea off of somebody uh, before you dive, you know, too too deep into it. Just so they can have the heart to tell you, um, this this isn't a good idea. Yeah, because it always, (laughs) yeah, I mean, we'll see how um, this isn't the nicest phrase. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. Well, like... In the literal sense, the term "kill your babies" is is terrible. Yeah. Uh, but that was given to me as I started kind of all my creative ventures of, 
you know, this thing that you create and you pour your heart and soul into, it becomes your kid. Like yeah. you want to hear nothing bad about it. You hope the best for it always. But at a certain point, it's going to be, you're going to hit a wall with what you're able to do with it. And so you might take it to a friend or, you know, somebody you creatively respect and say, I don't know what to do with this. And they're going to say, well, this, this, this doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Like those things about this idea just don't work. And that might, you know, it's upsetting to hear in a, in a sense sometimes, but when you can recognize that, uh, you know, at the end of everything, it, it's going to work out. Yeah. It, it's helpful. And so when you're able to kind of very constructively um, and unbiasedly look at something that you've done and know that when somebody is critiquing something or giving you ideas, it's not reflective of how they feel about you or your work personally. No. It's just everybody has a different way of, of doing things. And it's really cool to hear those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm somebody where I, I can see value in pretty much anything. Yeah. But I can also understand, uh, <laughs> I, I can also appreciate the, the gen like general public opinion. Yeah. Where... It'll be like I I love this this strange uh, odd idea that you've curated. I I think it stabbed at such a specific angle mm -hmm. of the human consciousness. Like it's just it's like like anything that anybody makes. It always it always it's always inspiring. It, it always fills me with wonder to for someone to have the confidence to be like, here's a peek inside my brain and here's something yeah. weird I made. Yeah. Um. But I also understand like uh, there isn't an audience for this. Or yeah. um. Uh, yeah. Like. Uh, Start on Tumblr. Start, yeah. you know, start Build your audience small. before you hit the ground running. Like, because, I mean, at least that's maybe not in that sense, but but find who it is you're speaking to. Yeah. Or if something's a little too inspired, mm. <clears throat> I've heavily encouraged people in the past just to just to just to admit it, just to like uh, just make it a fan fiction. Yeah. Go crazy with it. You can, yeah. put, you can put anything you want into it, and you don't have to worry so much about what you're borrowing. Yeah. As long as like you're able to pursue this idea, this won't be profitable, but this is going to be an amazing uh, exactly. exercise into your own imagination and, and how you draw inspiration from someone else's. Like this is totally. this is a jumping off point for you to embrace your creativity, and then you know at some point you might be able to pursue an idea that that is um, completely orig yeah. original, or at least the inspiration is 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 a bit less obvious. I, I agree with that because I think there's a difference too between compromising on something that you're certain is your idea for the sake of I want it to be like profitable yeah and and then you know yeah there's a difference between that and collaboration like wholeheartedly collaboration because there's another saying that I used to hear a lot of the time which was like I'd rather be nine people's favorite thing than a hundred people's ninth favorite thing oh yeah yeah and so it's like when it comes to something like that if there's something that I truly believe in and I know okay there's at least 50 people who or 10 people or whoever who I know have the same experience or feeling that I do mm -hmm. but if I do this I'm not really making money off of the show or the concept or whatever, usually I'll stick with it with the the knowledge that there are other opportunities that can come from that. Yeah. Like I'm not going to let that, that one particular idea um, kind of consume me and, and become something that I devote an unhealthy amount of time to because I need to eat at the end of the day. But if it's creatively fulfilling me, oh, of course, I'll run with it for ages. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for ages. Like, that is that is a different form of payment and different form of currency yeah. uh, all in itself. 
Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 an interesting kind of balance of making sure it's it's filling all of your cups in a yeah, way, or yeah. or the cups that it's not filling, you're okay with, or there's spillage or something like that. Whatever. Um yeah, whatever approach you're gonna you're gonna stab at the project with, you can live with it. Mm-hmm. Whatever decision you make. So yeah, yeah so obviously there's there's a lot of approaches we're talking about. Yeah. We're, we're we are talking a bit about drawing inspiration. If you draw too much inspiration from something, yeah. sometimes that's okay. Um, also, just about you know if if you find whatever the desk is that yeah. you're working at to build this idea, sometimes leaving that desk can be like the the most important writing that you can do towards totally. your project where yeah take a walk go go do people watching i mean i had a time uh i was working on a concept for something and and i wanted to be very um intentional with the visuals the visual element of what this project was um and i had probably spent the better part of a month agonizing over, well, do I want to do it like this? No, that doesn't quite make sense. What about if I tried something like this? Mm, I'm not sure that I like that that yeah. vibe. Um, and funnily enough, the the cure to this came from watching uh, Turning Red. Interesting, okay. I sat down and I quite literally, I watched the movie like start to finish and it had nothing, it was in no way similar to the concept of, of what I was working on at the time. Yeah. Um, but just something about that piece of art resonated with me in a different way and kind of jolted me into, well, what if I did something, you know, that picked on this one little piece of, of this element? Like it was, it must, it was like a phrase or a visual element or something Mm -hmm. where they just had this great contrast. And I was like, Hmm, well, what if I tried something that branched off of that, but was more like this? Yeah. And so sometimes it just comes from like the weirdest like places and places you're not even expecting you're enjoying time with friends or family and watching a movie and something kind of shoots up at you and you're like well no i feel silly that i've like devoted several hours of laboring over a laptop like scrolling through pinterest and instagram and all these visual mediums to find something and here it is yeah exactly or my my favorite is uh like reverse inspiration it's like (laughs) you go and you go do something and and you hate it so much yep. that it tells you like okay whatever I do not that yep I I maybe you had an idea of to do something for a short for a short film and then uh, you go and you watch a movie for me this happened when I watched uh, I had an idea for like a short film and then I went and I watched uh, was it uh, like Shang Chi or Shang Chi yeah and I saw that movie and that movie is like eight films in a trench coat <laughs> Yeah, where it's like, it's like a, it's like a, it's kind of like a Yakuza or triad style, like thriller. Yeah. And then it's also like a very fantasy, like ancient China. Yeah. And then it's also uh, Spider-Man, like, like downtown. Oh. And it's also very like cyberpunk future fight club yeah. thing, which is kind of like a guardians thing. Yeah. And like, so there's like all these movies lined up and also the, there's like these creatures near the end that are like very Lovecraftian looking where the way you would describe them is, oh yeah, that's like the thing from like, whatever, like the hunter of the dark or yeah. whatever. Like, so like it's all these movies with all these inspirations inside this one cohesive movie. And there's also like a weird espionage plot where like they have like the secret base that's in the mountains. So like that kind of feels like a bit of a bond thing. Yeah. All these movies lined up in one movie, and I went, I hate it. <laughs> I would love any of these individual movies, but because you made them all into one movie, I hate it. Yeah. Um, but 
so sometimes uh, going to do something that uh, is like the reverse of inspiration can can narrow down your search. Can, yeah, can narrow your path. I mean, even working your like nine to five or part time or day job sometimes it's like. Yeah, I don't want to do this. So like, let's like it, it, it. There's that drive of, okay, when I need to get when I get home, I need to do something that's gonna, that's gonna f- feed that, that I have this like angry little creative monster in my brain. And like every once in a while, if I've been neglecting him, he'll just like scream. Yeah, and I was like, you got to do this, like pick up the ukulele, pick up the paper and pen, pick up the laptop, yeah. start. Just show up to work every day, whatever it is. Yeah, I also had a friend who's who's uh, had a very rigid. Because uh, I, I asked him once, I said, you know, how do you get inspired for things? You write all these beautiful songs, and they're all very cohesive, but different and 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 amazing. And he said, ninety nine percent or ninety five percent of being a creative is drudgery, and the other five percent is actual inspiration. And he's oh, like, yeah. so you have to stretch that 5% for as long as you possibly can. Yeah. And, he, and he was very disciplined in um, the hour right after he woke up and the hour right before he went to bed, he would sit um, and free write. Yeah. Just free write anything that like journal, but anything that came to him, anything that he was thinking about, anything no. that inspired him, he would yeah. get it out. And then he could turn that into a song or um you know, a longer form essay or something. Uh, and, you know, I, I tried being that disciplined for a while and it was lovely when I did it and I'd like to get back to it. Um, but it, it works. Like I think some of the best stuff I've written has come from kind of these brain dump sort of a, oh, this man walked by, he's wearing orange shoes. Anyways, today I had this for breakfast and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling this way, you know, about this person in my life and I'm not sure where that feeling comes from. Like, let's explore that. And just yeah. kind of getting everything out on the page and then pulling these lines and these metaphors and these meanings and kind of cobbling them together into this big, massive pile of goo yeah. and <laughs> saying, you know, this this makes sense to me. And, and then, you know, it does. It, it turns yeah. into something else. It does, yeah. In my experience, like uh, working creatively, um, a great, yeah, a great deal of my ideas have come from uh, horrible pain. So whether that's like mm-hmm. um, in the middle of like exercise or portaging, that's kind of when music comes to me. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be helping someone move and lifting something heavy, and I'll be like, start humming and start singing because that's that's when my my brain kicks into gear creatively yeah. in moments of like complete discomfort. Yeah. Um, lean into it. Right? Yeah. Or like, <laughs> it's also sometimes it's internal stuff. Like yeah. if, if I'm ever feeling blue and mm-hmm. you know, I'm, you know, I'm in, I'm in a rough spot or something like that, then I, that, that's just a, that's just like a valley that is very, very comfortable creatively. It's not comfortable yeah. for everything else, but creatively it's like, okay, well I can sit and write for hours non-judgmentally. Just and going th- through my own brain. Yeah, I think there's something to be said about t- the. T- I like that you said non-judgmentally, actually, because yeah. that's the other thing. Is like, uh, if it's on a page, it can be deleted. Like yeah. nothing is permanent. Don't like worry about if it. it comes out and it's silly and it's stupid, great, right? Like there's nothing. Super. It's you. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. But um, I think I think when people are happy, unless it's extreme happiness, it kind of goes unnoticed mm-hmm. in a weird way. So I think when you do feel those extreme emotions of the sadness or the pain or the anger or the confusion, it's a lot easier to kind of pinpoint, oh, I'm feeling this way than it is, you know, when you're happy or you're just kind of like, yeah, I'm feeling fine. Like 
You know, yeah, I was why, saying. Why would you care if you're feeling happy? You're exactly, happy. you're happy. Why would you? You want to go out and be with your friends, not like lock yourself in a very dimly lit room and start, you know, playing a string <laughs> instrument. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, because you know that was that was kind of my day yesterday. Was I had a day where I was like, oh, I'm gonna let myself be sad all day, and then towards the end of the day, I was like, you know, I've I've had all these thoughts, I've had all these feelings, and I was mm-hmm. like, maybe I should pick something up and, um, and honestly, repurposing things is wonderful i have uh, you know about a billion notes on my phones of half written songs yeah and uh, um usually the way i get to a fully written song is stealing from all of those half written songs stitch nice yeah just cobbling something together and and then i you know i take it into a production meeting and i say "Eh?" Uh (laughs) (laughs) and they go what's it about and i'm like well like eight things it's a, it's a lot of things to yeah unpack. this verse is about this person this verse is about the time this happened like you know and just kind of showing it up but it it all kind of comes from from everywhere all this stuff yeah mm. yeah and that's that's it's fun um in, in terms of like a, if you don't have a problem with what the ideas are but but you do have a problem with the frequency of your ideas, if you're mm. kind of disappointed that it doesn't come to you that often, what I would just recommend is just, um, you know, in the same way that you show up to work every day yep. so that you get paid, whether it's yep. a job you hate or you love, um, if, you know, if, if this uh, if this creative side of you, if it's this itch that you yep. really do need to scratch, um, you have to show up every day. Yeah. Um, you have to show up and even if nothing comes to mind just pencil in half an hour in your schedule where you say where you say for half an hour I write. Yep. Even if you go beyond that or even if like you only do 15 minutes. The the point is that you show up every day to meet with, you know, the muse. Yeah. And you you allow inspiration to come and you can force it or just wait for it, but uh, yep. my my point is that if you want to be someone that is very prolific and you want to uh, you know, commune with yourself creatively every day, you have to do it every day. Yeah. Um, I think I think there's a misconception about that too, about like, oh, a lot of creative industries are just kind of like, you show up and you you play. And and I think a lot of people are very fortunate and that there is that yeah. side to it in, in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. but it's work. It's also work. There's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's also like a blue collar kind of aspect to it where it's just like you have to put in your hours sometimes. Sometimes, you know, because that creative part you're talking about where... Um, it's just, uh, you just write on a page and it's not yeah. judgmental. Well, there's also the judgmental part where you have to go through and you have to like excise everything that you don't want to include. Yeah. There, there's that horrific process that's part of it where you, you need to cut things. You have to cut, you have to kill your darlings. You have yeah. to go in. Um, and, and yeah, that, and that's, that's the work part is like yeah. the, the fun part is the idea generation, the, yeah. the brainstorming. And the rest is drudge, drudgery. The, the worst part is when you're like, how do I present this to somebody? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the hardest part too is, is once you get to that point where it, it gets a little bigger than what you can, can take on yourself and you have to start sharing with others and, yeah. and you go, okay, um, do you want to see this? And then you kind of do what I call the necessary pre-spiel of like, well, it's not finished and I know that there's spelling errors in it and and this part sounds weird probably if, if you're thinking it like this, but you have to imagine it like this and the, and it's like people are going to imagine it however they're going to imagine it. And it's, and it's, and that's another thing too is accepting that, that not everything you make is for everyone. Like yeah. just point blank period is it's like, not... Uh, 
you know, <laughs> it's yeah. not. I, 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 yeah, it's like, it's so fun. Like I, I write a lot of music mm-hmm. and I show it to a lot of my friends. I'm going through the process of trying to record stuff right now. Awesome. But, um, with my friends, it's always so fun. Cause they're very like, they're very bro-y guys. We've known each other for forever. Yeah. Um, and so there's like a song I have where it, it's called Wanderlust, yeah. but they call it play, play the Viking song, play Viking <laughs> song. Cause it's very, it's very, it's very Viking. Like, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's just has, it sounds very old and, uh, it's very different. It doesn't have a chorus. It just has an instrumental break versus <laughs> like, it's very like, yeah. it's very stoic, yeah. but so, um, They'll, they'll ask, like, yo, play the Viking song. And then they'll just, uh, they don't care about the lyrics at all. They just like to stomp around like this. <laughs> just because it feels good. Yeah, so, totally. So, and, like, that's, that's the, that, it's like a musical piece that I've made where I love it for the lyrics. I, I love the way that it develops and that it expands. Yeah. Um, Anyone I've showed it to you or anyone that I've showed it to doesn't care about that. They yeah. just go, Viking song, let's yeah. go. <laughs> and that's what it is. Like, um, I put out my first three songs ever. Yeah. Uh, almost a year ago, June 10th, Congrats. 2022. Thank you. That's it's awesome. It's, I keep having this weird thing of like, they don't exist, but also, oh my God, they've existed for so long. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they've existed, you know, for me, with the exception of one of them for longer than that too. Um, and I think that's the weird process is by the time that they came out, I was already so like over them in a, in a weird way. Like <laughs> this, this is what I'm going through right now. I was like, it's not my best. I don't know that I want this out cause I can do better now, but it's, you know, they live and, and I've heard from a few people that, that they enjoy them. And so that makes me happy, but I like seeing what people's interpretations yeah. of what they are, are. I think there's maybe only, Four or five people, including my producer, who actually knows what all, every single song is yeah. and like about, with the exception of one song, because I, I like kind of sharing um, the story of that one. Mm-hmm. But I like hearing what people come to me and, and think. Like my partner's dad is like my biggest fan, <laughs> and I love it. I'm obsessed. With it. it fills my heart with with so much joy. That's awesome. Uh, because it's like, he's like, I know exactly what you're talking about. I feel like I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And every time I want to be like, what am I talking about? What do you think I'm talking about? I want to know. But, you know, I'm I'm not to know other people's interpretations and they're not to know mine. Yeah. So it's like a fun little secret. Yeah, it's, um, it's so, yeah, my, my relationship with the, like I've been writing songs for like 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the situation that I'm stuck with is like, I have, all this new music I'm still making yep. that is about what whatever my mind is fixated on right now. Yeah. But then I have all this old music that I'm kind of beholden to yep. where it's like, okay, I have like recordings, but not recordings, recordings. So I still need to know how to play these songs yeah. and I practice them and I know the lyrics and I've written it all down. But the problem is like, there's sometimes when I go where I go back to an old song and I'm like, oh no, what is that chord? And yes. like I, you, 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 there's like a, there's like a, like a split second where your heart drops, and yeah. then you remember it, but you go like, I might not remember next time. Yeah. And like uh, that's kind of a spooky feeling. So totally. Uh, right now I'm in this place of like I have probably forty songs I need to record, so that way I cannot think about those forty songs. Yep. 
for a long time. And it feels like, don't you feel like you owe it to the old songs in a weird way to, to because it's, so I'm at a point like where I have stuff yeah. on, on, on a bit of a backlog too, but they don't drum up the same response in me anymore. Yeah. There's, yeah, I think like one of the, the three songs that I put out really still like resonates with me and the other two are like, oh, you know, old news, like yeah. respectfully, like I love them and they hold such a place in my heart, especially as the first three that, that exist in the ether. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, you know, there were, there was, there was a song that was supposed to make it on to that like three song single EP ish thing that I pulled at the last minute and swapped out for this song that is the only one that still resonates with me. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I'm like, Oh rats, like, should I still go back and do that one? But you know, the, the lyric writing is a bit more sloppy than how I like it to be now. And, and yeah. you know, I do things a bit more this way now. Um, and so it's like part of me wants to go back and touch that again and like and bring it here, but I, I can't really change the lyrics. I can't really change anything about it. And so it's like, well, you know, I think she's going to be a, a, an abandoned deep cut for, you know, whatever party I show up at or if I play a gig anytime soon. Yeah, then, it, would, yeah. It, it could always just be that uh, it's a song where you record it on your phone once, and at some point you just have to admit that's the best recording I'm gonna do. Probably. My voice at that time was how I thought about it. Like yeah. it's just that it just stuck to that time. Yeah. What what happens a lot to me was uh or what happens a lot to me is uh I, I I'll write like a like a sad, depressing song, mm -hmm. one that's very like cynical, existential. Yeah. And then almost the next day, and like that day I was like spiraling <laughs> that day I, I'm like making beautiful art and yeah. being like, I hate everything. Everything's terrible. It's never going to get better. And then, um, the next day you look at that, go, you that's look at the song and you go like, that's a nice song. I don't feel that way anymore yeah. though. So then you take this sad song and I always like to, what I always like to do is sing it very happy. Oh. It's like almost satirical where it's just like, I don't feel this way, but yeah. hey, isn't this kind of funny that I did? Yeah. <laughs> do you ever get a lyric that's like, do you ever surprise yourself with a lyric? Like you're like, that's a, that's a good lyric. Um, I, uh, not really. Um, like, a, I don't know, like, a, I'm somebody, I'm somebody with a weird ego when I write where it's like everything I write's amazing. And then I'll, <laughs> and then I'll go back and I'll be like, okay, let's actually drop that. And let's go See, back. See, I'm and so different. I'm like, okay, everything. Cause I, like this, the circles that I've run in for a while, they're all very like naturally born gifted musicians. And I'm good on lyrics and I'm good on melodies. I'm terrible at chords. Uh, oh. If you really investigate most of my music, it's the same five chords. They're oh, all recycled. <laughs> I'm very creative with chords. I'm very creative. We should collab, John. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, no, it's 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 a problem probably, but nobody's caught me yet and said anything. And if they do, uh, uh oh, I've just been caught. But if they do, <laughs> if they do, uh -oh. <laughs> if they do, you know, it's it's. I like. There's a part of me that likes that simplicity, simplicity there, like yeah. that. It's all very innocent and within that same wheelhouse because a lot of my music is really to me an exploration of my past self and my present self and who I might like to imagine my future self to be mm -hmm. um and so it's kind of keeping that that connection between the the three of us the royal we yeah yeah uh, um and uh 
So I like that it's kind of playful and innocent in that sense, but there's also a bit of, it's only ever sad songs. You only write sad songs. <laughs> well, all, all my super, super happy songs, those are the sad songs. Yeah. Because that's how I sing them. It's yeah. like, I don't, that's, all, that's always how it goes. I don't feel this way anymore, so here we go. Yeah. And all my, all my songs that are like about stuff or events, like I have a song about, I have a song about um, s- silver mining in Nevada. Ooh. During the during the Civil War, yeah. So I have a song about that, and that song is sung kind of like uh, pretty like neutrally, maybe like a slight anger or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like all my songs, where you're like, oh, that sounds dark or kind of deep. It's mm-hmm. like that. Those are the songs that are kind of just about stuff. Yeah. Whereas all like the very like oh this this pulls on my heartstrings. All those songs have the day after I wrote them, they've been morphed into something happy. Yeah, I mean, I would say that that kind of happened in the production process of my other one with the exception of like one, like the very last song on the, the on the single. Um, yeah. Because the other two were kind of like, you know, a little more like what's going on and I'm very confused and I need to figure this out. But it's like, ooh, aren't we glad to be here? Like, you yeah. know, like let's let's do whatever and, and kind of lean into that. And they turned into you in the production process like these, we called them, uh, what do we call them? Melancholy bops. Melancholy that's, bops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like those. Yeah, that's, that's what we went for. I'm a big fan of those. Yeah. I'm, like my last three songs have, have been like that. Well, yeah, I guess last two, but yeah. um, yeah, no, uh, just the songwriting's fun. Yeah, with the oh, uh, the lyrics thing yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, I I write with a weird ego, but the way I write is like um, uh, I have to communicate like what the song is really about, but I also need the I I write the lyrics very they're very flowery. It's yeah. not they're not straightforward songs. So what I try to do is like it's like if you watch a movie where someone's like, I really love the way that this character mirrors the inner struggle that comes with uh, being closeted or something like that. Like if someone writes a song that's like that or sort of makes a movie that's like that, Mm -hmm. but then uh, the movie itself is a movie about Frankenstein's monster and like all this stuff like that. But then you have like this theme. So for me, it's like when I write a song, I can have the theme, I can have the meaning and that's important and personal to me. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the song I make has to be interesting. Yeah. It has to stand on its own. It can't just be like, I like what the song's about. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, it's like, I need lyrics that sound good together that people would want to sing Yeah. for the most part. Yeah. I, I feel like mine are not sing-along songs, but I, I, I just need them to stand up on their own so that, so that the theme thing can just be something that's special. So people don't yeah. get it. They don't lose the whole thing. Yeah, I think that's good. Like, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm in like a weird in between in terms of like, I'm getting to a spot where I want my lyrics to be a little bit more flowery. Yeah. Cause I find I tend to be too like literal. I'm also a dis, I, I wasn't a lover of a near rhyme for a while or a, or a slant it. rhyme. I love near rhyme. I'm getting there. I'm on love that it. bus now. I didn't used no. to be, um, but I love a near rhyme. I love a slant rhyme, but I find that. I was too literal um, for the longest time with the example of I've just just like rewritten and repurposed this thing literally last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm only halfway through it still. Um, but I'm liking it. And then, yeah, there's another one that's kind of the same thing. And basically like this, I, I'm struggling with, I want to put out more music. I don't know if I'd do three songs at the same time again or if I'd want to do them all on their own thing, but there is like a cohesive theme to it. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, like a themed album. Yeah, it's kind of, but it's not enough for an album. Like, oh. it's still, that's kind of the thing. Um, There's so many people that release, like, short albums. Like, they'll be, like, 35 minutes long. Like, you don't. I'm talking, like, eight minutes, 12 minutes. <laughs> How many songs is this? Like, three. three. Oh, yeah, three. like, three. That, that's no this problem. No, there's um, some of my favorite, um, like, psychedelic bands. Uh, they'll they'll do plenty of, like, EPs where it's just two songs. Yeah, and that's kind of what it is. Like, for because for me it's like there'll be a few songs that kind of come out at a time and I'm like oh okay I see the theme here and like this one is kind of more exploring like the the silliness and the weirdness that comes with like growing up and like having having these adult problems and like as a teenager you think okay these are all my problems I'm gonna run away from them and be reckless and insane yeah, and then, crazy yeah and you do that and then you kind of you get to the age that like we are now and you're like well what is it all for well it's yeah why it's would a, you do you know it's a weird age of like food doesn't make me happy uh or or not not to be like yeah depressing but it's just like uh it's like food cannot make you happy money cannot make you like all these external like stimuli can't make you yeah and it's like sure you could you could run away from everything tomorrow you could pack up and leave but there's gonna be consequences still have and also you still have to live with yourself exactly like you have to because i feel like yeah when you're a teenager you get the attitude of like nothing matters it's all fine right and so if you and then kind of as an adult there's that reckoning of understanding like anywhere between the ages of probably like 10 to like probably like what my age was like a year ago like anywhere from like your late teens to your early 20s like you were probably a bad person. <laughs> You're probably and, very selfish and self-involved. Yeah. yeah. And so you just kind of have to like uh, get get over yourself, but also like uh, un- unless it's to extreme levels, get over, you know, other things. Like I, there's somebody that I've known since middle school and we had, you know, this age old like beef with each other. We did not get along. And I saw them recently and I sat down and I, I looked at her and I said, can you even remember what we were ever upset at each other about? She was like, no. And I was like, me time, either. Time does that. Literally, I, and I was like, me either. I said, so why are we going on? Like, it's awkward to see each other in social settings. And she was like, I don't know. And I just gave her a hug and I was like, we're good as far as I'm concerned. And she was like, we're good as far as I'm concerned. And then that was it. And it was like the most yeah. wonderful moment. And I think more people need to kind of get to that spot so that's what this whole new 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 shebang is about but it's a work in progress that's cool yeah music music production is always so fun yeah I'm, I'm trying to be serious about it and get it's it's also like my my stab at it is like i have all these songs that i've filled my friends and family's heads with uh and if it's like okay if i get hit with a bread van yeah. Next week, then all those songs are just kind of yeah, gone. Yeah, you want something like tangible of it. And it's like that's a little mean to to leave these tunes. Like, do you remember how that song went? Nope. nope. Yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing too, is you think of like, um, you know, when when I was putting these songs out, I there was this terrifying moment of like, oh my god, my family and my friends are going to hear this, and because for me it's very vulnerable, and I don't often share things until they're done i'm changing on that yeah. I, I like sharing more now um but I, I there was this kind of like oh like that's very vulnerable and and whatever um but then i started thinking you know yeah but also like future family members will also hear this and like that's cool like if i decide at some point in my life that i want children or or you know if my my siblings have kids or whatever like i could be that cool aunt with 
with, yeah. you know, these these things that have happened in these stories. And so it was kind of that moment for me where I was like, it's proof that I was here and felt feelings. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that this, yeah, this is evidence of my experiences. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it's also like you have to think of it as uh, you have this ability to make music. Mm-hmm. And if you don't share with the world, that's actually not just a disservice to yourself. Yeah. It's a disservice to the world and to your family. Yeah. That that you're not at least uh, even willing to embarrass yourself to yeah. to even uh, to e- to even embarrassment to yeah, nothing like if if you put out all <laughs> this mu- if you put all this music and it's terrible then at least it's like evidence of like hey I made music it's not great but I made music you know totally and, something and that was the thing too I mean coming from the musical theater world and I was still very much in it at that time. Uh, there was a lot of pushback. A lot of people I worked with did not like it because it didn't sound music theatery and it was very breathy and oh, it was very, my, you know. My voice is a very acquired taste. Yeah, <laughs> it was very much like all of the sinful things you should not do yeah. if you have good musical theater technique. Exactly. And I was like, well, this is not what I, <laughs> you know, I don't want this to sound like a musical theater album I don't want this to sound like a Broadway star did a bunch of covers and no. this is what you ended up with I was like this is me and I was like and that if that's not your taste that's fine but it was there was a little bit of like shame mixed in with that excitement for a bit because I was like oh like all oh, these people are gonna hear it and they're gonna think and then I was kind of like well you know what if they like it they like it and if they don't they don't and it's it's for me to like and these guys can like it if they want to like it. And it's also, yeah, it's like if you're if you're somebody that's like easily embarrassed, um, if you're somebody that that's worried of judgment, if if it if it like paralyzes you to think mm-hmm. about like oh oh what what if my teachers heard it? Um, it's just uh, just let that go. Just yeah. just just be willing to embarrass yourself because everyone is embarrassing themselves every day totally. when they show up to work, like yeah. even doing the safe thing. Yeah. So go do the dangerous thing that's creative and different because you can you can you can fail both you can fail anywhere you can fail at anything at any time and that can, maybe is more paralyzing than helpful but it's, yeah it's true and and that's kind of it is i have yet to meet a single person truthfully that has said anything bad to my face actually that's not true i've met one person uh <laughs> that's uh about the music that i put out and the feedback has been generally positive and if not positive constructive yeah and if not positive i realized i really didn't need that person in my life my my friends have let me know what they think about my music yeah it's the the guitar stuff is very cool Mm -hmm. the lyric stuff is very cool my voice is an acquired (laughs) taste it's very it's it it can it can be grating it can be it can be pretty sometimes for the most part it's just strange i find my own (laughs) voice grating most of the time and that's like that's something else right is like I was grateful to have a very supportive like team in the studio and everybody was like, please believe me when I say you sound okay. And we don't have to comp this in for the 10th time today. Just, you sound, it, this is passable. You don't need to get so hung up about yeah, it. Yeah, like it's like, but that's the thing too, you know, coming from this this background of all these people really yammering in my ear, I was like, oh, it doesn't, I sound like, oh, like, oh yeah. where's and my soft palate? Like, and, and also just like, uh, what's the expression of, uh, we we have to wrap this up soon, mm-hmm, but um, mm-hmm. the the expression of uh, uh, do not let uh, do not allow perfection to be the enemy of the good. Yeah. So yep. just because something isn't how you how you see it in your mind and how you exactly yep. want it to be, um, sometimes that's okay because yeah. sometimes what happens is it's how good. it needs to be. Sometimes good is enough. 
Sometimes good is enough. Exactly. Most of the time, probably good is enough. Probably. <laughs> you can always record one more time, but yeah, probably. you can always recomp it. Uh, but not everything you do has to be your magnum opus. Sometimes it can just be for the sake of having fun. In the same way that most movies that go out in theaters are just meant to sell popcorn. Yep. They're they're not meant to inspire yep. or anything like that. Some movies are just meant to be consumed. Bums and seats. And that's. Sometimes that's refreshing to not to sit in the movie and not have to worry about, oh, am I missing this really awesome narrative? Sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, I can't wait to see the spooky ghost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just can't wait to have fun and like do something. Yeah. So, yeah, don't be shamed out there. Have fun with your with your creative work. Bounce yeah. ideas where you can. Let ideas come and then let them go yeah. <laughs> into the world. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Hey, just uh, have them uh, and then keep having them. Get them out there. Be prolific. Don't yep. don't worry about perfection. Just nope. keep on keeping on. Just let it happen, and yep. yeah, let let the feedback inform you. If you're working too quickly through ideas, yep. if you need to refine stuff more, people will let you know. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will find you if they have a big enough problem with it. But yeah, don't but, worry, don't worry about it. It's all constructive. Yeah. Even, even you suck is constructive. That's true. Man, I gotta be better. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta work on this. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for tuning in to another studio update. Talk to y'all later. Catch you later. Peace. Bye. Well, I didn't talk about food this time, John. I'm very proud. I didn't mention food even once. I'm very proud of you. Killed it. Thank you. This has been a Sheridan Life Radio podcast. A special thanks to the Sheridan Life Radio team.